0: Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, uh, especially uh, Dwea Leeper. I hope I said that right. Because, hey, I reached 250, 250 days. Woo! My name is Luke. I'm your host of the Never Podcast. And with me, as always, is Mr. Guy. Say so, hello, Mr. Guy.
1: Hello, Mr. Guy. No Steely <laughs> Dan lyrics on Never Realm. Sorry, guys. But uh, this is fun, man. We got uh, the G1 coming up. So we figured we'd slide in a little. Uh, you know, Never Realm episode before that happens. It starts in a few days. I'm fired up for that. But there's also kind oh, of other yeah. stuff going on. A little bit, I guess. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a little bit. Uh, I've been watching the, uh, the AE Dugs, as I do, and playing some of it, too, actually. But, uh, you know, I've been watching this collision. and I'm not I'm, I'm not hating it. I'm actually kind of enjoying it. There's some pretty good matches on it. And there was uh, Jay White and Juice Robinson versus FTR. Uh, now the only problem I have with this match is the stipulation. Uh, now the worst kind of title shot matches in wrestling. What is your uh, the worst kind of title matches? Your matches for a title, you know, is uh, you know you've got you've got to beat the champions to get a shot at the champions. So right. you got to beat
1: the champions twice. But that's and how was, New Japan works, so you know. I, I know. Not. <laughs> they yeah. do it better. They do tag matches better. It's like it doesn't make it make me feel
0: like that's happening though in New Japan. Like it's not something I bring up a lot, even though yeah, you're right, that they do do it. But I don't know, it it doesn't work so much in the Western side because maybe it's because I saw uh, WWE do that for years and years and just drove me fucking crackers.
1: Yeah. I like how's, the, how's this one though. The two guys that are the two teams that are gonna face each other for the tag titles. They face each other in singles matches on the week before. <laughs> I actually like, kind of like that. I know, but it's the reverse New Japan, and it's like the most common like trope, like what you're talking about. I see.
0: Isn't that when we got like Zack Saber Jr. and Tamatonga, and I'm like, yeah, this is a cool match, but we also got like Tonga Lowa versus like. Future, uh, uh Tai Chi or something.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Man, I was I miss watching Tai Chi wrestle. Like I do. On, I... I am ready. I am ready.
0: Yeah. But Tongolo was gonna be he's, he, he's back in the G one, isn't he?
1: Yes, yeah. But we'll see. Maybe some new new Tongaloa that's different and better at the wrestling. Um, so what happened on on collision with the guys so... who were
0: wrestling? Jay and a Juice ended up winning, which is pretty cool. And so they're going to get a title shot. So uh, it was a Blade Runner, of course, on uh, one of the FTR dudes. I think it was the one with hair on his head. Oh. Uh, Cash Wheeler, I think that's one. Of so it. That Beard. Things. Yeah. Beard, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it was a really good match. Uh, kind of drew me in because, you know, sometimes when I watch AEW, it's just on. I do other stuff and kind of drew me in. I was watching it so, and I find Collision out of all the shows has kind of been doing that for me with its matches. I'm like,
1: oh, what's going on here? Well, it's got to cool? be nice. I mean, like, you're listening to it too, and you're hearing, you know, Nigel and, and, uh, you know, Kevin, Kevin Kelly, Kelly. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool, man. Nigel McGinnis, man. We don't ever talk about him, but wow, he's tremendous. <laughs> he's so good at wrestling and like his. You know, just he's turned into a great uh, uh, commentator over the years. And I don't know. I have a soft spot for Nigel.
0: They're getting they're also getting a little better each week on the commentary as well, because uh, uh, I, I don't think they necessarily took a crash course and everything. AEW right before they uh, started commentating. So they're, they're learning everything, all the names of moves and all that kind of stuff. Mind you. I'm still kind of annoyed that uh, Kevin no-sold that uh, Kamagoye in that uh, match in, in uh, Unforbidden I was, Door.
1: I mean, maybe he closed his eyes for a second. I don't know. But, like, I think the hardest part from transitioning from, like, New Japan commentary to, like, American television would be the timing. Like, just – because, like, you have to get momentum behind your voice. And if you're constantly getting cut off or you're not – like, Botchamania had the, like – this botch from Forbidden Door. Maybe it was Collision where Kevin Kelly kept stepping on the Japanese announcer and like he kept creeping in this, the frame. They had a little like cartoon of him popping in the frame and then going back down. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh man. man, is pretty. Oh.
0: Fun. Well, you show me something from that that definitely put into context something that uh, I mentioned <laughs> on uh, our Forbidden Door review. Some listeners might have been like, "Oh, I know that story, but thanks for emailing us and telling us all about it." Anyway, uh, Mr. Guy. Yeah, so like, like, go to this part of uh, Botchamania. <laughs> Botch- go, go for it, man.
1: It was really funny. Um, so I guess there's like, it's like one of these like high spots, like you know, shoot interview deals, and it's it's Samoa Joe and CM Punk, and they're like talking about CM Punk. <laughs> pranking big g gabe sapolsky on an roh show and he does a good impression of a homicide and so he it's you just gotta watch it i'm not gonna try to do some kind of impression of it but it's tremendously funny and (laughs) he also says that he just keeps like to try to make the you know, uh, the call more ridiculous he is, because Gabe Sapolsky falls for it. He just starts saying words, because I guess he's supposed to wrestle Kojima on some match. And he keeps saying Kojima, Kojima, lariat, lariat, just saying weird shit like that. And so, what happened in the match? Loop?
0: Yeah, so if uh, anyone saw that match at Forbidden Door, yeah, Kojima got some lariats and some lariats while Sam Punk oddly screamed his name into the camera. And I was just like, what the fuck was that all about? So a couple of weeks later, I find out what the fuck that was all about.
1: <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, yeah he was he says time. right in the camera after he's hitting and He's like, that's for you, G. Like that. <laughs> it's just pretty funny. So.
0: I wonder um, if he tried to ring up uh, New Japan because uh, and uh, tell him that homicide couldn't make it for the death match or something. <laughs>
1: I mean, I would be calling all, everybody and pretending I was homicide, <laughs> just saying, <laughs> shit. So, you know, I call my mom and be like, Hey, I'm homicide Kojima, um, but, uh, but Luke, <laughs> something else has been going on. New Japan pro wrestlers have been wrestling in like quasi new Japan shows, not really new Japan shows, but kind of in Mexico. Did you know this Luke? Did you hear about this? Yeah.
0: I did not know this or <laughs> No, I did so, not. Who's who is over there?
1: Well, so they're having Fantastic Mania right now, but they're doing it in Mexico, which is fine with me, and it's and apparently <laughs> you you might be oh, able to watch, to watch it. it. <laughs> you might be able to. The matches have been added to New Japan World. However, um I can't watch it cuz it's only available to users in Japan according to this. So i don't know how that you know vpn that or something but um you know doki's down there and he's been like posting all kinds of tweets about like memories you know at cmll and shit desperado's there tiger mask is there nido um others and uh you know i don't know i just thought that was pretty cool and i thought you would like to know that as of right now this this match has happened already is rocky romero versus volador rocky romero still has the belt so I guess that feud is just going to go on forever. It's the longest feud ever. Wait, so Rocky retained? Yeah. I, I, Why is it, I, the only I think place they're gonna have like a match is Mexico. <laughs> I think they're going to have like a hair versus title match too at one point or or hair versus hair or something. I don't know. It's like you know, it's just funny because it's been going on for so long and every time he pops up in New Japan, we're like Is he still? Oh, yeah, he's still got that belt.
0: (laughs) Not only that, they'll mention that Volador Jr. is uh, going to have a title match with him. I'm like, again? Another one? What's going on?
1: (laughs) I uh, could not find the results anywhere, but I'm assuming New Japan guys won. They have giant dicks. And so, just like... (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But I did did come across something interesting. So, um, CMLL has a million titles, Luke. I mean, I think there's, like, 30 titles. It could be more. Because Volador Jr. Is, is also, like, their trios champion right now. And they have all these, like, CMLL belts. There's, like, 15 of those. And then there's, like, Mexican national belts. And then there's NWA belts. And there's something called Occidente uh, belts as well. And they have a million of them. And Rocky is the NWA uh, world historic welterweight champion right now. That's the title that they are feuding over. Or, Valdor already took that title, to- whatever title he had before, dropped it to somebody else, and that's a new title. <laughs> yes, I don't know.
0: So... Oh, my God. And wait, wait, wait. It just reminds me of just like my New Japan belt depression. Because we're like, we're combining these two belts. And everyone's like, why? Because there's too many titles. Um, But, uh, okay, we don't like it, but all right, I guess we'll get used to it over time. I kind of am. And then uh, what do they do? Oh, yeah, he's a strong title. Oh, yeah, he's the strong tag titles. Oh, yeah, he's the fucking United States title. Oh, yeah, he's the – oh, United States title. You know, he's the TV title. I'm like, bitch, are you for real? to.
1: I mean, this is the classic, you know, changing boats midstream situation, basically, you know, because the previous you know, president did all that shit and the new president, um which by the way, we didn't really talk about this, how he came out during the Independence Day show with uh, Azuka, a Zucar, Rocky Romero actually calling him out to make that tag match. Remember that? And I was like, messaging you like fuck no fuck no 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 no." because (laughs) do not introduce some kind of like authority figure for new japan strong because you want it to be more american please don't do that there's no reason for that something i'm glad
0: AEW's kind of steered away from as well and yeah i don't mind it if he does it like i don't know once every blue moon if he's around but i don't need to see him come out all the time to just, just have the guys agree in the ring. Yeah, all right, fuck it. Because Dan Maloney himself is like, you're all right, fuck it, let's go. <laughs>
1: yeah, right, I just fuck it. I hope, I hope that was just a rib, you know. And Rocky was like just fucking with that guy or something, because I just can't do that. Which, you know, interesting thing. Um, did you know that Azucar that that means sugar? So he's sugar Rocky Romero. And uh, I don't think I've ever talked about that on the show, but I I think that's so funny because it reminds me of, obviously, Sugar Ray Leonard, but it also reminds me of, like, the Sugar Hold, which is, like, one of those, like, old-school, like, uh, wrestling holds that, like, Stu Hart might put you in and, like, stretch you. (laughs) So it's, like, I don't know. I don't know why he's Sugar. I'm sure because of Sugar Ray Leonard, but maybe not. Man,
0: can you believe, like... I find it hard to believe that, like, he's stretching out Kojima in that month that <laughs> Kojima was there.
1: <laughs> Come here, kid. Let me show you some. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I, you know, if you watch videos of him and watch him talk, that guy was one of the creepiest dudes ever. And I'm sure we don't want to know, you know, everything about him. Let's put. It <laughs> I just the video. I I think it's. I can't remember. Maybe it's Beyond the Mat where they go there and Stu Hart's old as fuck and he's stretching like Davey Boy Smith Jr. and pointing at his eyes and talking about how like he can make the blood vessels burst this way and all this shit. And it's just it's just sadistic. It's crazy.
0: I remember that now. The more you, more you mentioned that that's one movie i haven't seen in years but it, you talk about it for like more than a few seconds and it starts forming a picture in my mind it's just like i think that's like my first peek behind the curtain when i became a wrestling fan and it was only like a few years after because that's 99 isn't it
1: yeah probably it's so great it's got so yeah. many amazing moments i mean it's just one of the best documentary movies ever and it's Probably all stage most them, I don't care. It's amazing. I mean just just the New Jack thing where they take New Jack to a Hollywood like agent to to try out for a part in a movie. It is it's incredible.
0: My favorite part is like uh is Terry Funk at the doctors. He's like, all yes. right, so am I am I good to go? No. <laughs> no, no, man, you're fucked. No then that night goes and does like fucking moonsaults off the top rope on on, <laughs> on, on guys
1: yeah <laughs> it's so funny i the, there's a part where tony atlas like uh wrestles and and he's he's like explaining what a shoot fight is and he's gonna shoot fight like a lady with boxing gloves and she punches him a million times and they interview him after and his face is all swollen and you're like tony <laughs> like what are we doing here <laughs>
0: Oh my god. Yeah,
1: it's amazing. Uh, I love that shit.
0: So, uh I've been playing some of the Forever fights and I, I I've yeah. done like t- two career modes right. I've done one with uh Penta Pentagon and that was really fun. It was uh, it was a nice breezy time. I got to learn the controls, so i am having fun. I'm like, yeah, I can get into this. I'm like, let's do another storyline. All right, let's cheer Eddie Kingston. And for some reason, even though I was at the same difficulty, i was just like this is way harder i'm like this, this this game like pre-programmed to shit on eddie kingston or something just to make it hard Sweet. and uh yeah so uh it, you know and the funny thing happened like in the first playthrough i had oh hey see i'm CM punk and like hey i'm gonna be on the first episode of, of rampage i'll challenge hey i challenge you let's have a match so the first time I as Penta, I, I had the match and you know whooped his ass on his debut, yeah. what a little bitch.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: and then the second time is Eddie Kingston, I just blew the match off and didn't show. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought that's pretty much what Eddie Kingston's reaction would be. It would be like go fuck yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was pretty funny.
0: <laughs> There's like yeah, so well. Uh... The fact that the game allowed me to do that, though, I thought, like, that's pretty fucking nice. I I, I like that. And then for Eddie. some reason, like, I'm playing as Eddie Kingston and Thunder Rosa challenges me to, to a match. I'm like, <laughs> all right, fine. Whatever. That's fine. Video game, just do it. Yeah. Did she whoop your ass? Uh, She didn't, but then the next match was John Moxley and Thunder Rosa in a handicap match against me. And... Uh, yeah, they whip my ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like th- th- it controls pretty similar to like those 64 games. And uh, as someone who spent countless hours playing uh, WCW versus NWA Revenge, and to not as much an extent, but definitely played a shit out of No Mercy. It's definitely got that vibe, so I like it. It's good. Needs more stuff so- in it. But the fact that they have a game and they've only been around for a couple of years is uh is pretty gnarly i like it
1: well that's obviously something they wanted to do probably before they even wanted to do a promotion
0: oh yeah so
1: it's like oh, we gotta have a wrestling promotion so we can make a game you know um because i just that's those guys are video game guys right all of them and it's a big part of culture nowadays so i think that's pretty cool um i'll play it if someone wants to like you know buy it for me or something which is not i don't i don't even want that but uh i'm uh <laughs> i i'm glad that it's easy you know that's what i've heard about it is it's easy because my experience playing the 2k games is you get in the ring you punch and then oh i'm supposed to reverse something okay which button is that oh fuck oh i'm supposed to wait uh, i I can never time a reversal. Right. I have never successfully reversed anything in that game. And I just get frustrated and quit. And like, I think games, I, you know, I've heard that the AEW game, you can sit down and, you know, play it right away, or you can play it for, you know, a month and get more intricate with it and learn more about everything. But, um, I just, I haven't,
0: I haven't created a wrestler or anything like that yet, but, uh, you know, it it is pretty fun. It's a it's a fun game. Like you, you can put put the difficulty up if it's a bit too easy, or put it back down if you just want to chill out and chuck a podcast on, or you know, catch up with some YouTubes and shit. So I like games like that. I also like story heavy heavy games. And uh, I got uh, I got Charity into a into a video game. Yeah. She doesn't play she doesn't play them. What generally happens is they're very we play kind of like story-driven RPGs. So like, you know, you you make decisions and shit. And uh, you know, we did that with New Vegas. Uh, I think we did uh, Disco Elysium. We did most of that. Then we realized we kind of played it kind of weird or didn't understand some of the mechanics, so we kind of fucked it up. And we haven't gone back to it. We 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 we, we will. But uh we've been playing Star Wars knights of the old republic oh wow
1: yeah that's a great game right
0: yeah so she doesn't care about star wars and i'm like it doesn't matter this is like if you like good stories you'll you'll, you'll, you'll dig it and uh we're on Taris, like the, the opening planet and anyone who played it plays plays played that game more than once which i have <laughs> Taris is the worst part but because it's it's long, it's very intro-y into the game. The game feels like it opens up like to be awesome. Everything after that terrace is just so fucking incredible. But I forget like this is like my fourth or fifth playthrough of it, and Charity's never played it before. So uh, whilst I'm like, all right, then we're gonna do this and this, Charity's like, oh oh, what's this the what's this about with the Rat ghoul thing? Oh, what's this over here with the uh, the sweep bike gangs? What's going on? What's over there? And I'm like, oh oh yeah. This is kind of like my first playthrough where I didn't realize that I'm like, I'm having a pretty decent time playing on Taris. It's decent. I can follow the story. It's fine. Not knowing that as soon as you leave that planet, the game just like becomes absolutely fucking incredible. So, yeah, we haven't quite finished Taris yet. We're in the Sith base. And uh, hopefully next time we play, we can work our way through that.
1: Well, it's like a RPG, but you're a Jedi, right? That's the idea. Hmm yeah that you well,
0: can uh you can sorry yeah
1: well i was just gonna say i've never played it but i had a buddy who played it all the time and i would watch him play it because he you weren't going to play his character you know what i mean that wasn't gonna happen so <laughs> he just mm-hmm. play it, and i'd watch it and stuff and uh i don't know if we had enough memory card or whatever you needed to like make another character but it always looked awesome and i heard that they, they're kind of doing that again right this like uh I don't know what remaking it's it, on, Marauders or no, they're not going to remake it. They're like putting out a new Jedi RPG, where the idea is that it's oh. it's it's GTA, but you're a fucking Jedi. That's supposed to come out. Um, I was like, oh, excited about it, and then they were like, oh, it'll be out soon in 2024, and I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks for telling me.
0: Yeah. Don't, <laughs> Why did I do shouldn't that? you be? They want to build up hype. And I'm like, yeah, years no. and gay game companies. Like, I never pre order games anymore. I learned my lesson. Oh, yeah. I pre ordered Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> yeah, so you're already fucking laughing your ass off. Okay. There's probably listeners here also doing the same. Uh, I didn't finish the game. In fact, uh, I took it back not long after I bought it and uh, got my money back. So, uh, oh, good. Yeah. So I'll never buy that company's games ever, ever again. Like, uh, but, like Luke, what about The Witcher 4 or whatever? I'm like, fuck you, they released that shit unfinished. They made people crunch and shit for it, fuck them. Man. No, you're right,
1: you're right. I just, I don't feel strongly yeah. about video game stuff really ever. But uh, I, I actually have had that in my like Amazon basket or whatever online mm-hmm. on the Amazon app because I'm like watching the price of it and I wanna see how low it goes but I have had it in there so long that it's a PS4 game and I realized there is no PS5. Like you can download it and play it online on PS5, but there's no like PS5 disc for that. I thought yeah. it was like next generation game. Like what? Cause I thought when it came out, people were like, Oh, it plays greater, better on PS5. And maybe I'm wrong about that, but I've been trying to find a PS5 version of that. Cause I like to have the disc. Um, you know, but uh, but anyway, I've been playing um, Diablo 4, Luke. I, I broke down. Oh. I bought Diablo 4. It's fucking awesome. It's got you know some of the elements of that's two, up your alley. I, yeah, this is my shit right here. You can you know just turn the sound down and listen to or watch TV, which by the way, I like listening uh, to you, man. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I, I don't know. I man, that's it's Sometimes awesome. Sometimes I listen you back
0: know. to bits and pieces of the show. And I'll laugh at some of the jokes you said. And I'm like, Aww. I'm laughing now. Why didn't I laugh when I, saw, <laughs> when I was
1: recording <laughs> with him? Anyway. Yeah, he thinks I never who sold his joke. Mm. That's all right. I know yours every yeah. once in a while, too. when yeah, I it When I do it. So um, <laughs> I, it's it's a great game. You know, it's really fun. It's super repetitive, and that's what you want. I mean, that's the thing with me. I want, like, super repetitive, boring-ass games where you just walk around through the same shit over and over. <laughs> that's what I want and this game is that so uh it's made me very happy but you know i've also been watching a bunch of tv luke like there's you know the world of entertainment and television is just sucking me into it and like so that i can't so i don't pay attention to all the bad stuff that's going on in the world you know um and that we're all like hurtling towards you know the abyss but at the same time it's been fun and you read isaac asimov's foundation right I have, yeah. Well, how long ago was that?
0: Uh, fuck, how old am I now? Uh, a while. Uh, I only read the first three. Uh, I know he did like a, a further three, and then other writers kind of did a book here and there. But I like it. I like a bit of Asimov. I don't know, like, I've never been a huge fan, fantasy guy. I, I understand the appeal of it because I'd I'd love to devour, like some big chunky books that have part of a series i did that with sci-fi and shit but yeah they were fun though they, they were really interesting books
1: well i didn't realize that this was what it was but i started watching the apple tv show foundation i didn't know it was a <laughs> it was a book i mean i knew that book existed but like yeah I honestly like one summer when I was a kid I was like probably like 12 or something I just read all I read a bunch of eyes As, Asimov I read like all the Arthur, Arthur C Clarke books I read a bunch of
0: Orwell with um, Ramon.
1: Philip K Dick so I read all that shit and yeah. and but I don't I kind of read it all so fast I don't remember it so I was not like I was thinking this was it was reminding me of like an old movie uh with uh that it's like about Carl Sagan or something like that. But anyway, it was just an interesting thing. Contact. But the, yeah, that's the one. It reminds me of that. And I'm watching the show and think, man, this show's fucking awesome. Now, I will say there's some really, really bad dialogue sometimes. Like, like, are you guys okay? Like that kind like, of <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the show's six awesome. years And apparently, if you've read the books. You're going to hate it. That's what I found out. I didn't realize that. But apparently it's changed so much from the books that every like nerd that's like in love with those books hates the show. But I think they're missing out because I was riveted by the show. And I have to tell you about one change they made that is so neat. This concept is so cool. And it is like it's a way, you know, the foundation story is like a thousand years or some shit. I don't know how long it is because I'm right in the middle of it. But apparently it's really You know, it takes place over many generations and hundreds of years. So, how the fuck are you supposed to keep a protagonist, you know, like for your show? How's your good guy, you know, or, or bad guy or whatever? So, I won't tell you how they do it for the good guys, but for the bad guys, they it's just so cool. So, they have this emperor guy, but there's three of them when you first see him, and you're like, what the fuck? One of the guys is old, one of the guys is like, you know, middle aged, and one of the guys is a kid. And and you're just watching them, and eventually you get the idea. This is it's called a genetic monarchy or something like that. And they clone them. So they have the the first emperor Cleon the first, and they clone themselves every year or not every year. Excuse me, like every time one of them dies, so that there's always three of them. There's brother brother dusk, brother uh, day, and brother dawn. And so they basically train each other to take each other's place. It's fucking awesome so that way you know 200 years goes by the you go forward in time in the show the person who was you know well say 40 years goes by excuse me that's a better example the person who was the kid is now the middle-aged man and the person who is the middle-aged man is now the older guy and so they each have their own characteristics and the way they handle things and there's genetic degradations it's so fucking cool and the dude who plays him i don't know who he is i think he was in um He was like one of the elves in like the Hobbit. Like that's what he's known for. But man, he is, he crushes it in the show. And I love the bad guy stuff way more than I like the good guy stuff. It's like, it's all the bad guy stuff. is just so great. You gotta watch it. It's great. All right. Well, we do. uh,
0: Charity and I do like to watch a bit of uh, sci-fi telly. So, uh, look, I don't know. I'm not beholden to the books. And I'm a crazy person. I liked Rings of Power, which apparently, according to everyone on the internet and YouTube, is the biggest piece of garbage on (laughs) earth.
1: So awesome. Um,
0: I was was entertained by it. Is there holes you could pick? Probably. I don't know. But, like, I enjoyed it. I don't know. Uh, uh, I think one of the charity's criticisms were, at, at points... It looks too good. Like at some point, she's like, "They put way too much work into <laughs> making this look this good." She's like, "They didn't need to do that." She's like, especially for this scene, where it's just like two motherfuckers talking. Like,
1: <laughs> that's and a she's right.
0: criticism. Yes, that's... she's. But right. I have to imagine, like you know, you know, like if if I'd won a, a few million bucks in the lottery. I'd be like, who's a who's a pretty decent band that I love that I reckon I could probably get like a like a private show off or something like that. <laughs> well, Jeff Bezos must be like that times a billion. What's my favorite franchise? Lord of the Rings. I'm gonna buy the rights. Done. <laughs> He's a billion dollars. Make it. Sorry, did you say a billion dollars? We only need like a hundred mil, maybe not even that. Nah, here's a billion. Use it all. Don't you have people pissing in bottles? I said use the fucking billion. And so they did. And that show looks way too fucking good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of Tony Khan. He's like, oh, I sure do want like wrestling. Ah, I'm going to make the ultimate customs. (laughs) <laughs> I hire all my favorite wrestlers and start a promotion. So, yeah, it's uh, it's the ultimate fan fiction uh situation for him, I guess. But I like Ring Powers and I like Foundation. And I gotta say,
0: yeah,
1: a lot of shit that I watch these days that's like newish, like TV, it's pretty good. I don't, know. pretty good. Yeah, I think I don't know
0: maybe also a part of it is like with the, the knights of the old republic i have actually been missing like i'm gonna sound like a star wars nerd hipster but pre-disney continuity kind of stuff you know i've been uh you know it's so into it i was just like i wonder if i could get Terry to play this game with me by the way if you play that game it's really cheap uh you, pr- you probably run on whatever you're using to do this podcast right now uh, on Steam, it's like five bucks, but it's great. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I got to, uh, two two so much I can throw it, but I thought. But, uh, <laughs> awesome. I was like, "Where are you going?" With oh, this? Yes. Yes. All right. When you play it, when you play it, you'll notice something. If you play a Jedi, it, it's not super difficult. That it will piss you off, especially playing an easy like me, because I like to play the story. But you'll notice that. If you go to the dark side, man, it, the whole game, no matter what difficulty, is a cakewalk. As soon as you fucking really? unlock Force Lightning,
1: cool, because you can just kill you everybody, can, like
0: yeah, it's just go and just fucks everyone up. Yeah, you can chain that shit, and I'm just like, well, that broke the game. I'm not playing this difficulty as a Jedi. They don't have powers anywhere near that cool. <laughs> I'm gonna Force Heal everyone. Oh, that's. <laughs>
1: I mean, you know, I, there was a game, uh, for PS one and it was, uh, the Phantom Menace game and it's actually mm. kind of fun. And it's because it's like a top down. mean, the Um, uh, no, no, it's not that one that was on N64, the pod oh, racing right. one. So, um, I know my like early 2000s start Wars games, apparently, but, uh, anyway, I used to play that one and you talked about game breaking. So, you just run around and you, you're supposed to do things in order. And basically it's like a top-down kind of, you know, video game where you just run around like it's Gauntlet basically. But you can attack anyone, even people that are like important characters. So you can just run up and kill Job of the Hutt, but then the game's broken and you can't do anything else. <laughs> you just have to run around and oh, there was a mission with him that was the next mission. Well, that sucks, he's dead now. Um, I, guess, uh, <laughs> I guess I'll have to start over. <laughs> It's really funny. It reminds, me, it reminds me of the game Ultima Exodus, which I've mentioned on the show a million times. And it's just like, it's like, you know, Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest, whatever. It's like that. But you can attack anyone in that game, even the king. And <laughs> one time I attacked the king after I'd saved the princess or whatever. And he's like, all right, bitch, let's go. And he can only move one. Like, little square at a time, really slowly, just like a king in chess. And he, But he hits you once, and you're dead. So you just end up, like, running away from him forever and trying to squeeze one in. But no, you just get killed.
0: All right. So I, I, I'm going to keep harping on about this game until you fall in love with it. Fuck you. But Fallout New Vegas allows you to kill pretty much, apart from children, yeah. any character in the game. And you can still finish okay. it and complete the story.
1: Oh that's kind of cool, so you could kill Joppa Hutt in that game and,
0: and was- yeah, so if you're playing Fallout 4 and you're wondering like, why can't I kill this guy are they, are they important to the story or something oh yeah, maybe they didn't plan for me just going like, fuck this guy I want to shoot him, nope, they did not okay, whereas Fallout New Vegas so i just like, what if some guy just is like, he's a complete psychopath that kills everyone, or what if the, the, the player character is just like oh, this guy's got to go, he's a piece of shit can you still play the game yeah let's work away on that so yeah uh but uh i i know you though you like to uh explore and get lots of loot and interesting shit and that's that's fine that's awesome too but um you're mentioning awesome tv so i haven't been watching that many shows i think we've been chilling out a lot charity and i'm watching task old taskmaster episodes but uh other than that, I think I like it more than the stuff from my, my, my teenage childhood. Really? Yeah. I think I do. Um, It still f- feels very much in character, but they, they try some new shit with, bo- with both of them. Like, there's episodes that feature them as middle-aged dudes. Like, if they age that, those 25 years.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, they always did that in the show. Where they it would be like a quick yeah you know like you know future all of a sudden they're in the future and we see what they're gonna look like and they did that yeah. last
0: show, but I so thought it was quick I got you but but they'll do full episodes like that <laughs> okay. uh, so uh, and they're and they're pretty funny so uh, I I'm enjoying that but uh, <clears throat> start of season three Jack Ryan that show's awesome by the way okay uh, and uh, the other one the only other show apart from Beavers and Butthead which I'm up to date on. I don't know why I'm so behind on everything. Uh, is uh, Strange New Worlds. That's like Friday night must see TV. Like, that's the day I'm just like, charity, it's Strange New Worlds night. We're watching it. Like, we have to watch this. And the only other show I think I'm like that with charity with sci fi or, or anything is uh, probably Doctor Who, which uh, usually comes out in, in Australia on the ABC streaming service. Uh, at about 6 a.m and I'd, I'd wake up at about 6 a.m to watch it so i uh, oh, wow. damn straight I wonder what that's damn like. straight I, wonder... I would yeah I wonder what that's like it's funny too <laughs> because uh we're watching the first episode of one of the seasons and it's a reintroduction of the master and about and charity's like oh it's the master it's the master but I, the coffee hadn't kicked in and I'm like I'm not getting it I'm like huh what you know I should have got that first but uh yeah strange oh. new worlds dude is is kind of my ctv in this household we, we love it's it
1: tremendous the the most recent episode the you know eating the lotuses we sure are fucking tremendous man i i think that was my favorite episode of strange new worlds i love it so much pike <laughs> you just i just want pike to just run around and be pike and do pike things that's all hmm. you want i mean like yeah I, when's the last time you could say that about a character, you know, you just I, I want him to just run around and do pike things. I don't know. I like that, man.
0: I don't even mind if it's just like 30 minutes of him chilling with that other space captain girlfriend of his. And it's yeah. just like because he's absolutely charming. You know, whatever he's cooking probably tastes like amazingness. I know. And I just not only is he really well written, but Anson Mountain, who plays him. Jesus Christ, like, if, if there's a, if there, they probably wouldn't get him to read it, but if, if he read, like, Strange New Worlds books or something like that, a Star Trek oh. book or something, like, I'd, I'd, I'd get the, I'd get Audible for that month to just use my credit on that shit, uh, just to get him in my ear holes, because, uh, man, yeah, he's smooth, he's just fucking smooth.
1: He's so cool, man. You know, he's like the coolest dude in the room, but it's like understated. And like, I love how, I don't know. I mean, like to me, like a movie star, like, you know, it, it's supposed to be someone who draws your eyes, someone who when they're on screen, you you have a hard time looking at the other people on screen and their their like face fills the screen in this like amazing way. And I think he's like a a modern, like old school style movie star it, it is that's the way he comes off in the show. And that's the way. James T. Kirk came off in the original that, show, you know, and that's so like
0: comes off in the pilot as
1: well. Yeah, in, it's true. in the cage, yeah. I like it so much. Anyway, yeah. there's a there's a fight scene in that episode where it's like him and I can't. Maybe it's the the lady security guard and they're like fighting some people and it's so crappy oh. and I love it. I love it so much. They're just like it's all slow and they use like crappy punches and stuff. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. All right. There's only one thing that
0: would have made that better.
1: Is if we heard. You can't can't do that, you know, on that episode. It would be funny if the like the old school corn just kind of appeared at the top of a hill. They all look at him and he runs away. You know, that'd be great because it was it was similar to that. But, you know, I just I thought that episode kind of had everything. Also, I I went back and watched the first season again. Um, and do you remember the pirate episode where this lady shows up and and she's like, you know, a baby face and she's got, uh, you know, she definitely isn't a pirate that's going to fool them. And she takes over <laughs> and she yes. takes over the Enterprise and Pike gets captured on her ship and they start a mutiny on the other ship. <laughs> it's just, oh man. That's so great. That's a Star Trek trope, isn't it?
0: Ever since, like, the original series, uh, and it's been a trope throughout all of the series, they've they've all done at least one of these, where the station, D-Space 9, gets taken over. Yeah. The Enterprise gets stolen. You know, Voyager gets taken over. And, uh, yeah, that was... I I really liked that episode, too. I also really like what they're doing with Spock, because uh, if you ever watch The Cage, if you ever watch it again spock smiles he's uh he's not the uh stone cold logical vulcan so uh so what does that mean maybe before the events of the cage he was exploring his human side so what they've done with strange new worlds is really kind of mine that area of spock because we've already seen that yes eventually he'll go to the logical side and he'll do colonar at it the start of the motion picture and shit yeah i actually know when he does that i'm a nerd <laughs> and but just like this guy playing spock he feels like spock to me like the, the casting for him's great but he's also doing something different which is allowing him to be the, a little bit more human and playful and man what is it with like they've they've hit the jackpot each time they've casted a spock i really like zach quinto those movies aren't perfect but i like him as spock i like this guy as spock too and you know lennon is the man so yeah what more do you say
1: oh i like the new guy yeah he's tremendous and, yeah. and what a, like if you can make the Spock characters like you know he's kind of the main character of star trek in a lot of ways and especially in the movies mm-hmm. you know but like it's it, if you can make that character interesting again and have him do like new cool shit, that's what we're doing. Now there is a little bit of the, like, you know, science bitches, you know, kind of shit that happens in the show a little bit, as far as like, sometimes the dialogue is like, all right, that would never, that's not, you know, but, um, you know, there was a scene in one of the episodes recently where Spock was actually in the hallway um, with, uh, um, uh, which, well, uh, Ahura. Right. And he had fucked something up and he apologizes to Ahura and she's like, that's okay, buddy. And it's like, ah, he's your commanding officer. Not sure that that conversation would go exactly like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ahura <laughs> so, would so, never there's... speak to him like that in the uh, right. original series. Right.
1: I, it's it's, it's out
0: Yeah. No, I'm okay. willing to. I guess you could nitpick it like that. But the fact that, like, I don't know i don't mind some of discovery i stopped after a while because it just felt like they were doing the same thing oh it doesn't matter how wildly they changed the scenario of where they were in discovery the season was the same here is this anomaly yeah let's spend every episode exploring this anomaly i'm just like bitch next generation would have done that in 40 minutes bish bash boss to the next
1: episode like get the fuck out of here They ran out of shit so much they had to like do a time jump or like a dimension jump or something like that.
0: I don't mind Star Trek feeling modern. Star Trek should feel modern in every era that it's made in, right? That's fair. fair. Because it's supposed to be like a a utopian version of ourselves. Well, we're more accepting and tolerant in the future and stuff, so it should explore that as much as it can. But... I also want it to feel like Star Trek, and Jesus Christ, Strange New Worlds does that. Ah, oh. yeah, I love. <clears> it. And I uh, look. I know you didn't like the previous episode. This is what I, this is what I love about Strange New Worlds. For me, I love all of it. But there's, there's someone on my Facebook who watches Strange New Worlds, and he loves it. But he loved the time travel, Noonian Singh episode, and you hated it. Whereas he hated the White Lotus Forgetting episode and you loved it. So the vibe I'm getting about this show is this show is amazing. And it's also if it's I feel like if it's polarizing people some of the time as well, like it's I feel like it's bad, kind of doing yeah. something right. Hey, I feel man, like it's talking kind of about it. Yeah. I feel like whatever they're doing, whatever they're laying down, it's it's kind of working. And I kinda of like how I don't know. This show feels like old Star Trek. It also feels like they're not afraid to experiment. It feels very experimental as well at the same time. And it keeps you on your toes. So, uh, here's a time travel story. Alright, cool. Uh, what's the next week? Uh, radiation that makes people forget and do stupid shit. Alright, cool. What's what's the next week? Something completely different. A man with three buttocks.
1: Uh <laughs> I think that the, like in the Odyssey I didn't review the story I can't remember if it's this one or what but I think so like the in the Odyssey the like you know Odysseus and all his boys they fucking land on this island and this one has these like they call them it's the island of the Lotus eaters and basically you eat the Lotus and you forget what you're there for and so that's exactly what happens on the show except it's not from food it's just from the atmosphere or something on the planet man that it's so cool. And I just I don't know. To me, like when I think of old school Star Trek, there's always these stupid episodes where they're like they show up on a planet and there's a Roman emperor there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like what Breads is and this? circuses, yeah. And so or this here, was always... or here's a
0: way here, he's a planet that's very earth-like and they have a Nazi regime.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. So this was like a modern way to kind of do that. Like, you know, mm. ancient history nod without like being so cartoonish and just being like, oh, we, we actually had we had this co- these costumes laying around and we were like, oh, let's do that. <laughs> yep. But
0: uh, it's just like I look, I can I understand the criticisms for that time travel union thing episode. But fuck you. Did I mark out when uh, James T. Kirk was just like, oh, you got no money? I think I've got a way for us to make motherfucking money. And he starts laying the smack down like he's fucking Magnus Carlsen <laughs> and just uh, checkmating all the chess hustlers and stuff. I was just like, I don't think I could. Re- I am ima- I'm not sure I could imagine William Shatter doing that, but it still feels very Kirk to me. And I kind of liked that, even though it was some kind of not real Kirk or whatever, but <clears throat> I don't know that, that kind of, by the way, Speaking of Magnus Carlsen, yeah, he he has a couple of weeks where he lost a few games, so everyone's like, oh, he's not world champion anymore. He's lost it. He's lost his he's he's lost his fucking footing. He may, might as well he give up chess. Or, <laughs> yeah, he didn't need he doesn't need the beats, man. Trust me, everyone else needs the fucking beats against his motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, everyone's saying all this shit like, oh, maybe he's past his prime. He's, primed, he's fucking shit. He's dwindling. Yeah, so he he plays this freaking tournament where on one day, they're all kind of like blitz games. I think they're like three minutes each. Like each person gets three minutes. You know, and he's playing nine other people. But like, yeah, sure, he's the highest rated person of all time and the best player of all time, fine. But to beat nine of your competitors in one day one after the other, including the guy who challenged you for the world championship at least once and you'd laid the smack down, including the guy you beat for the world championship, including like at least one of the guys, two of the guys who challenged you. He beat all of them one after the other, nine out of nine, usually his drawers and shit and a lot in chess and all this kind of stuff. He just fucking, he wiped them out. And then the next day, he won most of those games too. So he set like a record with that shit and <laughs> won himself a bonus $65,000 or some shit. Yeah. Big money in chess, but you know, well, it's I just
1: mean, like, it would be like a, a Royal rumble or like a gauntlet match or something like that, where the guy who wins pins every single person, like elimination mm. style, multi-man, like ladder match or yeah. something like that. And he just pins everybody. <laughs>
0: You, you might as well have said that Magnus Carlsen took uh, nine of the best players in the world, including a former world champion, uh, the guy he beat for it. And, yeah, he, he racked him. He stacked him. Did a Rooney on top of him. <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> He's the fucking champion. And uh, they all shit themselves, and their anal beads came out, and they still lost. So, you know. <laughs> and they got
1: <laughs> elbowed in the dick. Um did uh okay so i found i don't think i told you this i, I went on a little this is like a two-day deal it's like a two-day youtube rabbit hole of this um like really young pretty girl well she's not young i don't know she's in her 30s something like that but she's like this real pretty girl okay. that is her mom is, and her dad are like both grandmasters in chess and she's tremendous oh, and at it. A Kremling? yeah she's so funny yeah. and like like she has a bunch of these kind of like clickbaity videos where it's like you know uh, this grandmat or this like chess hustler gets fucked in the ass by this pretty girl you know like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's like and you click on it and it's it might seem a little contrived, but my favorite. I watched a bunch of her videos where she's just you know playing chess. And um, one of the my favorite ones are the ones where she's like in New York or something. And she's just like hanging out with all these dudes that have like a chess club and they all just play each other. And the trash talk is so funny. And it's like it's chess, bro. You know, <laughs> it's so funny.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Chess hustles and stuff. Yeah. Like I'm I'm a huge nerd, so I follow uh, some Anna Kramling, uh, the Botez uh, sisters are fun, Hikaru Nakamura, who's one of the best chess players of all time. But he streams a lot, he's he's fantastic. And there's two guys, like Agadmit is really good, but that's it like for technical kind of like chess coverage and stuff. I don't understand a lot of it, but I like his I like his attitude. He's from Croatia and that that day Magnus fucking smashed everyone. That happened at, at a chess tournament happening in Croatia. And uh, this Agad, Agad, it's a guy. He's very dry. And he, he, you could say almost say that, like, this guy's a fucking Vulcan. He's telling me about chess. And I'm like, I dig it. I dig that vibe. He's standing next to Magnus Carlsen. He's got the biggest fucking grin on his face. I'm like, holy shit, this guy can smile big time. Uh, another guy named Gotham Chess, uh, Levy, like he's really good too. But uh, yeah, there's heaps of, yeah, it's been booming ever since kind of COVID. Like chess has been booming. Even ah. you're telling me like you've seen a chess video or two and I'm like, you don't care about this
1: stuff. And I'm like, yeah, there you go. Pretty girl playing chess. you going to check that's it just, out? Why not? Man, that's fun, isn't, isn't it? it- isn't it funny how like there's just an influencer for everything or several influencers for every no matter what it is? You know, it's like there's guitar yeah. like it affects pedal influencers and they think they are amazing. <laughs> they think their shit don't stink. And it's so funny. It's like you're a guitar pedal. Influencer. Anyway, um, yeah. Luke, Saturday is the beginning of the G1 oh, yeah. Climax. And, you know, people waiting oh yeah i gotta make that still thanks for reminding me so you're welcome and uh we got you know some matches coming up obviously but you know and so you know you've all been waiting for it obviously we're really into the bracketology so we're going to do that now and uh no but i would like to tell you some of the matches that are happening on the first night because it's all g1 matches there's no tags on the first night we're going to get that for a little bit
0: i was just gonna say, great. what's all this bracketology business? I don't know if you know what <laughs> matches are on Saturday. All I know is it's on Saturday. Be there. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: I'm gonna be there. Well, the, the max, main, baby. I mean, the main event is like it'll be interesting, but there is one match in particular on this card that we gotta talk about. So the main event is Sonata versus Hikaleo. So okay, <laughs> um, but Taichi, Taichi is in the semi-main. I'll see it. Chump, will be out there. He's wrestling Will Ospreay on night one. Oh, that's going to be fucking awesome, Luke.
0: Give me a surprise.
1: Wait. Night
0: one wait. of the G1. If you're going to give me a surprise win from some motherfucker, I'm looking at it. Yes, I would like to see Grado Khan O'Conn beat Okada. Yes, I would. I know. You, you know I would. But, oh. motherfuck son of a bitch, please get to, like, I don't care about that. I'm sorry, Greta Khan. You know, I love you. Give me Tai Chi. Get just, please. Come on, man. Oh man. I would just lose my shit and maybe spontaneously combust and reform myself with excitement. <laughs> if Tai Chi, uh, pinned Will Ospreay, Will Ospreay would not lose anything by, uh, losing to Tai Chi. And then he can beat him in for the, uh, to retain his title after tournament. Whatever. I don't care. Well, Tai Chi could win it. I don't know. Uh, That'd be so great. I know at least one American that would be uh, super happy to have Tai Chi, the Holy emperor as their champion. And, uh, I'm lucky enough to do a podcast with I motherfucker. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have like kind of a, uh, match that's been built to, there's a couple of like little kind of mini builds here because they have been releasing interviews and stuff on uh, new Japan 1972. And it's mm-hmm. like, uh, Shota Umino and Renrita have been talking shit, and obviously they've had their differences throughout this. So they they wrestle each other on the first night. But also, Suji wrestles Kato Kiyomiya, and they've been, like, really shit-talking each other. like, And um, Noah has been shit-talking Kato Kiyomiya themselves. And, like, somebody, like, I can't remember where the interview was, but somebody asked the, like, president of Noah or whoever was being interviewed, like, like, what do you think of, you know, him going to the G1, uh, Kiyomiya? And he was like, well, you know, if he was a draw here, we wouldn't let him go to the G1. So, <laughs> so that, is uh, the uh, uh, that is the story. Me. Yeah. Excuse me.
0: Excuse I, I, me. I'm, I'm angry at you. I don't even know why. It's not your fault. I'm <laughs> sorry. It's like you're just the person I'm interacting with, So, and I'm angry, so you're bearing the brunt of it. But as someone who doesn't watch very much uh Noah. So, take take what I say with a grain of salt. I love Kato Kimao. And I was absolutely gutted when I kind of just fucking smashed him like it was just, like, not shit. I, I understand it might feed to a storyline in the future, and that's fine. But I'm just like, that's your champion, motherfuckers. Like, show a bit of pride. At least, like, at, at least, like, blame shrinkage to something when New Japan pulls its, like, big swing cock out. Like, Jesus Christ. like, <clears throat> I, I think he's awesome, like he like you and i we even crazy, we've crazy both of us about his uh modified shining wizard kind of stuff. he's awesome, yeah. he's a guy I'd love to see more of, and thankfully I am in the g one i don't know what oh, you what do what do you bet that like we feel like he's better booked in this g one than we will feel like he's booked in noah here's uh here's the quote okay
1: so this is from noah's director takata if the venue had been packed with fans who wanted to see kiyomiya we would not have let him go to the g1 sadly it is not and that's that's because he's not in the n1 tournament or whatever and so that's i think that's why he was asked about that so um wow there's like more he says more he says he says, but we are not trying to run a small ramen restaurant where only regulars come. Our goal is to be at the top. So we made a decision. So, wow.
0: the goal is to be at the top, and you have Kato Kiyomir, and you can't make that work. Well. Because he's got it all. The... From what I've seen of him, he's got the moveset, the personality, yeah, the, the, the vibe, story. the look. No, no, yeah, I know. what's the this story. This is his I guess story
1: I'm... in Noah. So it's just – he's just constantly being disrespected and I guess they're just trying to get as much heat on him as possible. But I mean, put him in the G one is obviously like a big prestige move. And it's just funny that the, the maybe Takata's a heel. I don't know anything about their, like their, whoever that guy is, as far as what he's, his role is in Noah. But like, I don't know, maybe that's what it is, but it's just funny. (laughs)
0: Look how pretty Cam is. Look how pretty and handsome he is. New Japan would make him a champion if they could. Hands down, he has their everything. He's handsome, he's awesome, and hell, he's not even thirty yet, is he? I don't think so. No, yeah, I don't know. So. Yeah, I know. There's heaps of things you could do with this guy, but I don't know. He's young, strike while the iron's hot. Do something fucking awesome with him, huh? <laughs> man. Man. I don't even support person now. I'm just like, can you stop shitting on this guy, please? Like, come on, come on, man. You know, yeah, you say, can you say, come on, man? Like, I that is part of my everyday now. And every on, time man. I say, I say <laughs> it, yeah. It's that. It's that's how you say it. That's how I'm yeah. thinking. I'm saying it out loud. Come, come on, man. On.
1: Is come that what I sound Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Um, well, that's like the that's the great the like generic baby face thing. Come on. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. Like... <laughs> that's what they say. So, uh, that's true. Every once in a while, you'll get a let me hear you, you know, or I uh, also, one of my favorite generic baby face things is to run out and just say the town's name, you know, Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> the McFarlane thing, the cheap pop thing. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's, it's,
0: by the way, for sure. by the way, uh, i'm gonna be happy on uh night one of the g1 because uh Elfintasmo looks like he's gonna win his first match on. Uh, so.
1: <laughs> i don't know dude because like that's all he does is lose so i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if he uh goes on a losing streak plus he's wrestling he's one Yoshi of the greatest Hush. yeah well he's wrestling one of the greatest tag team wrestlers in the history of the world so yeah
0: i know it's just frustrating me because i see a and i see the guy has the mind for it the creativity new japan gives him the ability to kind of flex those creative muscles even in matches he jobs he'll come out with like creative finishes he's like zack saber jr in that way <sighs> i don't know he could do more
1: he will easily. he will i okay the whole philosophy behind new japan is they have all these guys in the mid and and low card that are just main yeah, event could be right? champion hand yeah, yeah. any time so i mean it's like you just gotta have guys like that and he's one of those guys and i'm glad he's there i'm glad he, he i don't know if he has a contract i would assume he does because he doesn't seem to wrestle anywhere else that i know of so uh i don't know I, i'm by the way happy with his spot
0: yeah yeah I mean, they just turned him face, so obviously, like New Japan, sees something in him too that they're turning this uh, charismatic legend guy Jin Gai, like uh, into a face wrestler. So yeah. By the way, Charity's going to be really happy because uh, she loves Never Wrong episodes, but she also uh, uh, she'll appreciate the fact that we kept the wrestling on the second half of the episode instead of the,
1: <laughs> the well, it was uh, bookend, you know, it's like the. Bookend of wrestling yeah. is typically I try <laughs>
0: it. Right. We try to do it. But... Night two, we have oh, some match. Hey, oh, have... Okay. Yeah, I, I, it's a weekend thing. And let's okay. just... look, right. okay. Ishi... Ishi David Finlay.
1: Okay, that'll be
0: great. That's that's got to have some never implications up in there, especially if uh, Ishi gets the win. Will Ishi is be a thorn? Not. Just Ishi. no. He's, yeah, it's not. No. Uh Goto versus Yano will be a great time. That's gonna be a very short match. Yeah. Here's two matches that could go either way for me. Michael Nichols and Aaron Hanare and Shane Hast and Alex C. Yeah.
1: Shingo um, Eddie
0: Kingston. Oh my god. Oh holy shit. Yeah. That's yeah,
1: that's like your your I mean
0: dream. Tanahashi,
1: right Zack Saber Jr. Oh.
0: Jesus Christ. Uh Naito, Jeff Cobb to finish. Okay, we got Tamar and Yay. Evil, which I I think will be tons of fun. Of course, I hope Show is the guy. I've said this before, but I hope Show is the guy to help Evil out this tournament, and not necessarily uh, not Yujiro. And look, I like Togo, but I feel like Evil and Show come up with all the dumb ideas and then they make it work. Whereas I feel like Yajiro's just happy to do the same shit every night.
1: Yep. I think, uh, yeah, I, it'll probably be Dick Togo, but, you know, we'll see what happens.
0: Look, if I can't have show, have it be Dick Togo, because at least that guy looks like he loves what he does. <laughs> you know? Uh, is just like, I'm coasting to, like, retire. Yeah, yeah, pimping.
1: He's not even in the G1 oh, uh... this year. Luke, I have another big announcement. Yep. Excuse me. The uh, the all the juniors are going to be in a festival thing that's happening again, which I am not interested in this this time. We'll see. Maybe there'll be something they announce, but I just I don't know. I thought the last one was kind of poopy. Look, but, um, yeah, I think that we've uh, been
0: have, absolutely bombarded by pay per views, and uh, yeah. if if you and I see a card and we're not interested in it then how yeah, fun is it going I, to be to cover so yeah i don't
1: want to do those anymore anyway so um but there has <laughs> one wrestler announced and it's shocking i mean it might make you want to buy the pay-per-view because who knew that hiromu takahashi was going to be in this thing so he's been announced for that so big news um almost as shocking as the revelation last week when they told us that wrestle kingdom was going to be on uh, january 4th january 4th that was shocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, god damn wrestling i love wrestling. so i mean it's fun I, I i haven't watched any of it in a while i did watch it i don't think i talked about it. i talk about i watched money in the bank at the end of it um and it was oh, okay you know anyway i think we talked about that last time but uh yeah i really haven't watched wrestling since Whatever the Independence Day. That's how I've been squeezing in all this other stuff, and that's and I don't watch Collision, or uh, Rampage, or uh, Dynamite. Dynamite. Or, uh, I mean, what? You know, those are generic ass show names. I think pro wrestling suffers from that. You know, what's the worst show name ever? Like, I could think of a couple. What do you think? What, wrestling-related? Yeah, wrestling show.
0: Uh, oh, shit, you put me on the spot. This is great. Well, I'll what get you gonna...
1: started. Remember, right. one? an easy answer is that, remember, Great Balls of Fire? <laughs> WWE <laughs> ran a show and called it Great Balls of Fire. But, I mean, there's an argument that Hell in a Cell.
0: Taboo Tuesday?
1: Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Taboo Tuesday. Cyber,
0: cyber Sunday. Monday? <laughs> cyber <laughs> Sunday, yeah, it doesn't matter what fucking day of the week it is. You put cyber
1: in front of it, it fucking sucks. <laughs> um, The worst one I've ever heard is uh, there's a Like IWA Mid South, the Ian Rotten promotion. They had a, they have like every show has a different name and it's ridiculous. And they just ran out of them. Like, why do that? And so they had one that was, they had every year called Raging, not in a Cajun. (laughs) What? What? So there's no cage matches. I mean, okay. And, but it's like spelled like Cajun, like, like, you know, Cajun, uh, from, yeah. yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. And uh, I I mean, that's that's got to be up there as far as worst names ever for a show. <laughs> I mean, New Japan, the Great American
0: Bash is fucking shit. Yeah, like, the Great American Bash. I'm like, bitch, you sell this pay-per-view all worldwide. Fuck off. <laughs>
1: When, when New Japan does it, it's usually kind of funny. Like, like remember Cat Attack, you know? Oh, <laughs> Castle Cat- Attack. Castle Attack is yeah, so amazing. Funny. So, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those things.
0: Yeah, it works for me with the, with the, with the New Japans. I don't know. But I'm biased because uh, I think they were awesome.
1: I mean, Dominion, that's pretty generic, you know? But, but then you get your all together again, power so. struggle, <laughs> power struggle invasion attack.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> did did uh, Makabe name all these things? Yes. Yes. Except I feel like with Makabe, it'd, it'd be a little more, a little more random. Yes. Um, man. Yes. Yeah, so. Dream watch saying <laughs> like, uh, um,
0: what, how do you get a name like great bash heel? That's, that's weird. Then I saw him do that old ad where at the end of it, like Osprey's like, "Rome is crazy, he's gonna make everyone else just as crazy." <laughs> it's got Maccabee coming up with his own faction, and oh, it's a, it's a three-word faction. Cool. What is it? Dream Watch Saint. <laughs> what? So you know, great Bashiel, he named that that fucking group. He he named it.
1: You think he came up with a gene blast, maybe?
0: (laughs) I don't know, man, but, you know, my, that gene blast, like.
1: (laughs) Tremendous. I think I've seen that on Pornhub. (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah, probably in in several (laughs) different, like, sections. You know, I feel like (laughs) that's, like, that could fall into many categories. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So.
0: Gene boss. please specify. Did you mean Gene boss? (laughs) All right. So usually I just pick one and we go with it. But, Mr. Guy, we have four left in our great – this is probably the last diary entry, which is probably going to make them all even seem older. But who cares? Uh, We don't do diaries and and fun during the tournament season because we're all in on the G1. That's just how we roll so we got four diaries i have a tanahashi i have a goto i have a shingo and i have a kanemaru there's no wrong answers what what is your choice
1: so um it's been a while since we talked about goto and and uh i don't know if we've talked about this on the show yet but um goto has released a no I will do this t-shirt. It doesn't say that, but it's him, it's him in a sauna. <laughs> and it's got all kinds of writing all over it, which makes me assume that the writing says, no, I will do this, or no, you know, don't don't worry, naked man. I will save you. You know, something like that. I assume is what it says on the show. Chris
0: Shelton, I know you listen to this, translate that shit for us. Like, what is the fuck is it say? Does it say it just and if it doesn't say what? mr guy is is saying just lie to us and just say yeah it says no i will do this because i will totally believe it if it's in like if it's if it's in like the uh, japanese characters i've been learning on the uh Jua lipa i can uh maybe translate it
1: okay well i mean you know is that teaching you to speak japanese and read japanese or is it a video game luke
0: I don't know. Uh, it's all got to help though, right?
1: I mean, it can't hurt.
0: <laughs> it can't hurt, exactly. There's an episode of this sitcom called Black Books where one of the characters, Fran, she starts learning how to play piano and she's fucking shit. <laughs> and she says a line that's stuck with me forever and she's like, why am I so bad at this? I have hundreds of CDs. like how how hard can this be i've heard music my whole life like surely i can do this and she's just like no but uh, yeah that always sucked with me anyway it's
1: like if we if we ever got in the ring well i mean i i have obviously so i mean you know but you get in the ring and you're like how what's this a lot why can't i just bounce off my head like these guys do I'm like come on
0: come on man how hard is a spear or a ddt to do so oh, which, okay. shit. Okay. Oh,
1: <laughs> when you hear my voice saying come on man in your mind, is it Come is it on the, man? Is it the or is it the come on man? There's two. You know, there's the come on man and then there's the that one man. You know, it's, nah, the, first it's the first one. First
0: one. Okay. Okay, come on, right. man. <laughs> it's my new bitchy for real.
1: <laughs> there's also if, on, you, if you ever want to throw this one in, there's what what are we doing? <laughs> that's that's one too. What what are we doing here? There you go. Ah, it's just a little take off here. What what are you doing? But uh, you know who is doing um it because he said no and he is now doing it is Mr. Hiroki Goto who um I will say I have so to describe funny. this photo that of him here. So there's like a photo of Hiroki Goto and he's got the Samoa Joe tattoo on his face, you know um and. I don't know why, and he's got, like, he's, like, his hair's like a greaser, and he's wearing, like, a Michael Jackson leather jacket or something. So, that's uh that is a thing.
0: Yeah, it's the same photo you used for the last one I read out, too. So, I think he's just a lazy prick and uses the same photo.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I, I already made the Samoa Joe joke. I apologize to everyone. That's okay.
0: That's all right. People, people like, uh. Hearing things, like, the same again. Like, you know, like,
1: no, they don't. Everyone I'd be- <laughs> is me, Luke.
0: So. <laughs> oh, i beat dead horses, I think, like, at least once an episode. Like, come on. It's just a thing I do. But, yes, it's episode 409, Overthrow. <clears throat> Actually, the last one was called Overthrow as well. Did he come I, up with that? Like, all those shitty four- names? Does he call all of them overthrow? <laughs> Maybe it's he called does. episode four hundred nine overthrow twentieth summer. Four hundred nine. Hey, Dude, there's anyone who has read, like, unless for comedic purposes, like on this podcast. So like, because you know, I have to read these, and I, I'm not, I'm excluding myself, obviously. But anyone who's read four hundred nine of these is an asshole, and I don't want to know them. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh it's just a bit <laughs> that, you know? so. <laughs> or, or they or they know. know they secretly was, know how funny uh, they are so <laughs> I was definitely way
0: too harsh there i'm sorry i don't know why it escalated so badly I don't hate you i swear if you listen to a podcast and you love whoever you mean, go to, it's fine
1: I mean but maybe we do maybe does But it's fine.
0: If, if you listen to this more than one episode I'm not even the guy rags in the most but I, I no. know. All right, so June 13, 2023, here we go. The words of Hiroki Goto. Hello, everyone. The IWG... What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, I'll read this now. He's already stealing my shit. Hang on. If I'm going to read Hiroki Goto's uh, fucking diary entry, I'll do it properly.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: IWGP title scheme (laughs) has been a bit messy lately. I'm going to read this as fucking exactly as written. Fuck him. He stole my shit. The IWGP title scheme has been a bit messy lately, but we were able to win three-way tag team match at Ahsoka Hall, without any issue. With this win, we were also able to acquire the strong tag team belts at the same time, and Bishamon became the tag team double champions.
1: They, they did it also and at the same time.
0: Yeah, also able. <laughs> we did it also able my way. All right. Uh, truly, things can change in an instant. Uh, Chen's famous catchphrase is coming true in real time. Wow, let's get Jack Bauer up in (laughs) this shit.
1: He's a master of time. Like, he's really, like, talking about time a lot here.
0: I don't know if Goto's just, like, good at writing diaries or I'm just good at fucking reading the prick, but holy shit. All right.
1: I think it's you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) If you you have a chance to bury Goto, you're going to take it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The key to the match was the new move, Dangerous Nibra. You can't take... You can't use Dangerous, it's taken. Like,
1: Dangerous! uh, Like, get
0: the fuck it. Which I think is the best move we've come up with yet. The comedy duo, Bambino, who made the original move, also seemed to be impressed, and their acknowledgement raised the profile of the match as well. Thanks for the support. (laughs) And then there's a photo of them doing the move. And
1: it looks like like fucking... Super bold on yeah.
0: It. yeah, and they're doing it on Yujiro, and <laughs> it looks like Yujiro's thinking to himself, pimping really ain't easy. All right, so jumping into a combined flying, bulldogging headlock while shouting, Nibra! The whole audience was soon be chanting, Nibra! along with us. I could like cherish this relationship with Bilt. started what? when I tweeted. Tweeted? About it on Twitter. Oh, I hope that we can collaborate more. These days, I'm starting to dream bigger and bigger. Okay.
1: So, did Godo just tweet, tweet something about how he want to go to bed and, hey, why don't you guys do my work for me and come up with a move name for us? Is that what happened here? And that's what he's saying? And he's also being like, oh, I can't. He's like fancy booking himself right here, like, oh, I can't wait till the crowd's chanting my my new move name that I didn't even come up with. I'm reading into this a little bit, but that's what I read.
0: Remember, remember when Kevin Kelly was saying like, fucking like, Goto Sun wants him to fucking like, like win this belt and then win this other title, championships belt too, be like the double champ, like the eight. Oh uh, yeah. Because he was doing uh, 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 this silly little tournament to decide who would face uh, whoever was AEW champion, an Dipper title or something. I don't know. But, uh, oh, yeah, I want my daddy to have both of those titles. And I'm thinking, like, right now, I'm thinking, like, that's fucking bullshit. And there's no way Goto's kid even thought that. Like, (laughs) no one thought that.
1: Don't put words in Goto's.
0: Go to's Go his biggest fans. Do you Do you want like AEW and no No one likes him that much. He wants to be IWGP and AEW champion. No one does. Oh. After the match, the ring was stormed by unscrupulous sorts oh. who unexpectedly turned out to be <laughs> students of the LA dojo. <laughs> Seems that they have been seduced by the what? Bullet Club. But they are still 100 years too early to compare themselves with Bishamon. We will show them the difference in levels between us. I can't believe things had gotten that bad over there. Their
1: coach must be crying. Looks like I'll have a lesson to teach. Jesus, that was out of control. That that first sentence is incredible. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. I, he is, I mean, he's in character, so I'm not mad at him about that. But Unscrupulous Swords, I think that is the new tag team name for uh, <laughs> those guys. Unscrupulous Swords is tremendous, man. Yeah, fuck you. I'm not typing that every time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I've never wrote, written the word Coglin. Did I say it right? Oh,
1: my God, I did it. Never, Maybe. Um, we don't do, know we
0: don't know. What to look we at. don't know. I like, I like that. Uh, you know what? I'm going to read it as uh, as Jamie said it because it's amazing. I've been getting a bit conceited these days, but I'm also getting a little banged up. So I want to fight with caution and not let my success get to my head. Just be careful of the serious injuries. What if you gain momentum for the G1 Climax, which is about to start soon? I'm going for the twentieth summer of my wrestling career. <laughs> oh, That's
1: <Godot. laughs> a little editor's note from Jamie. It says, yeah. "Fuck Godo. Fair enough, Jamie. I I agree wholeheartedly. That was so like that was like a little sandwich. There were you know there was four layers of that sandwich. The first you know wow. paragraph paragraph couple paragraphs it's they like were Jekka. okay. And there was like just some really good meat in the middle with that one. You know, unscrupulous sorts. That was tremendous. Um, but <laughs> and also, if you could see the punctuation on this, it's comical because it's like full sentence ellipses, new sentence, but is it? You know, and then comma, uh, com- you know, and they all end with a, you know, as you said, the they just he screams at the end of all the sentences. It looks like so.
0: I haven't read I- this before, and he's <laughs> obviously reading along with me. So he's backing me up here like when I'm doing my weird like higher pitch and stuff. I'm like, oh, well, oh, this explanation point, Cry the coach must be crying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how it reads, though. So I also like that he tweets on Twitter. That's tremendous. Um, also, he had
0: the first <laughs> line. So if he had said the Tweety, I would have fucking like that's yeah.
1: it. Well, it could be threats, you know. It could be tweeted on threads. So, because, which, by the way, I have claimed the uh, Never Open Pod uh, threads oh, account just in case, just in case. Because, you know, I mean, once this thing takes off, people will be clamoring to, you know, yeah, exactly. Us online.
0: Better get that blue thread mark as well. Or is it a brown
1: thread box? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's true. Yes, we're 40-year-old men, everyone, so uh, <laughs> make it that what you I mean, will. We started talking about puns to begin with, and, uh, you know, wrapping things up talking about puns. That's not bad. Actually, did we end up
0: talking about puns on the show, or was that part no. of the preamble that ended up on the best of year end of Spectacular?
1: Yes, the, the second thing you said is the truth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's all right yeah it's it's weird like uh when we when we start chatting to each other we'll start you know small talk then we'll escalate from there and if it ends up talking about wrestling oh, we're just like oh we should just do the show but uh i'll never realm, we'll just start talking about preamble and stuff not realizing that like oh we can talk about anything we want we might as well have just started the episode right away I mean,
1: it's <laughs> like we should start recording Unless Andy's just randomly burying some like local wrestler that did something stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> can't record that part. So.
0: They can't. Oh, good times. Oh my goodness, uh, where where we at? Holy we did it. Jesus, shit balls. Yeah, we
1: did it, Luke. So
0: that was fucking effortless. Uh, <laughs> that was <laughs> wow. I can't believe we're we're this far in. So uh, I'm just going to leave this with Mr. Andy if they're... Uh, so so uh, unless there's anything uh, that Mr. Andy would like to add...
1: Well, we'll see everybody for the G1 this weekend, man. That's fucking sweet.
0: Father the real side. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, my God. They don't care. They're like, that's still... That's still going to be our podcast song for the. Yes. Like, until they
1: until they tell us no, we are going to you know have fighting with swords no. at the top of every episode. Cease and desist. You can't use this. That's right. Indeed. You can't do that. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> Oh
0: my goodness. Uh, in uh, in Gator, we trust.